0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Hello, friends. It's Ruby here and this is News Time. Hi, Ruby. G'day, Ruby. Today, we are going to find out what it takes to be a ball kid at a top tennis tournament. We're also going to congratulate the winners of the Australian of the Year Awards. We'll hear about one dog's lucky escape from the jaws of a snake. Yikes. And we'll meet some machines designed to care for humans. After that, it'll be time for the story that made us go... Well we? Yep, it's called our wow of the week. OK, let's start the countdown.
0: Story number five.
1: Oh, what a point! Oh, I'm going to miss watching the tennis at the Australian Open now that it's finished.
0: He hit a ball to the other player with a tennis racket.
1: That's right. And as well as the players, there are some other important people on the court. They are called ball kids. Can you guess what they do? Catch
0: the balls when they go
1: out. Yep. Ball kids are people who stand on the edges of the court while matches are being played, and their job is to pick up the used balls and provide new ones to the players. Ball kids have a super important job because
0: they keep the whole game flowing. They've probably got to be a flash runner so the game can be quicker.
1: Definitely. Tia Bellotti is an up-and-coming tennis star who was one of the ball kids at the Australian Open. Tia is 15 and she's Ananda Malgana and Bunaba girl from Geraldton in Western Australia. She tried out for the National Indigenous Ball Kid Program. And, as you can imagine, when she was picked, Tia was stoked. Congratulations, Tia. She says that sometimes it can be a little bit scary because professional tennis players, they serve the ball really hard. And then when you return the ball, you have to roll it in a straight line and make sure it doesn't bounce. It takes concentration, precision, and speed. And Tia did a great job. Maybe we'll see her playing a match not too far in the future. Story number four. Watching at the Australian of the Year Awards is always really inspiring.
0: You don't have to be famous famous. You have to be very helpful
1: and kind. Yeah, the Australian of the Year Awards are for people who've achieved great things and helped others along the way. This year, the overall winner of the Australian of the Year was Taryn Brumford, who won for her work helping other people learn to love their bodies.
0: I love that I can do so many things with my body, like I can swim, I can run, I can ride horses. It has my heart which keeps me alive. My lungs, that breathe in the fresh air. And I like my hair too, because I got a haircut yesterday.
1: And I love the way that my body helps me walk really long distances, like when I go for a bushwalk. And Tarin wasn't the only winner. The young Australian of the year was Awa Mabil, who won for his work helping refugees. They're people who've had to leave their homes because it's not safe to stay. Awa is a refugee from the country Sudan, who now plays soccer for Australia. When he was a kid, he had no shoes and he learned to kick with a rolled up sock. Awa helped start a charity called Barefoot to Boots, it does lots of work with refugees, including sending them sports equipment.
0: Congratulations and keep going with the good work.
1: The winner of the Senior Australian of the Year was Kangarakan Elder Professor Tom Kulner for his work improving the lives of Indigenous people. Professor Tom has worked hard championing the rights of Indigenous people to have better education, justice and health care. That's great. The winner of the Local Hero Award was Amar Singh for his work helping feed the needy. Amar started the charity Turbans for Australia after people made fun of his turban and his Sikh faith. Now his charity delivers food to people who need it.
0: Congratulations, everyone. Stream number three. (gasps)
1: Who's a good boy? Are you a good boy? Oh yes
0: you are, yes you are. This puppy is very black, fluffy
1: and he has a nice long tongue. Yes he does. He is a Pomeranian. That's a small fluffy breed of dog. And this one's name is Ferrari. And golly gosh, does Ferrari have a story to tell? He was walking on a dog beach at Noosa on the Sunshine Coast up in Queensland with his owner, Amanda, and two other dogs. They were about to go for a swim when Amanda heard a sudden yelp. It was Ferrari and a carpet python. The snake bite the dog? It sure did. Amanda sprung into action to save Ferrari, She used some quick thinking and helped free the Pomeranian pup from the snake. Poor little Ferrari ran away down the
0: beach. It's a big risk for the owner because the owner could have got bit by the python.
1: Yes, exactly. Even though carpet pythons aren't venomous, they can still be dangerous. You should never touch a snake.
0: If you run, the snakes can feel the vibration
1: in the ground and then they know you're there. That's right. It's good to stand as still as possible and hope that the snake moves away. And then tell a grown-up as soon as you can. In this case, the snake slithered away. Amanda chased after Ferrari, wrapped him up in a towel and made sure he was okay. You're You're a a lucky lucky dog, dog, Ferrari. Ferrari. He sure is. Story number two. If I say the words carebot to you, what do you think I'm talking about?
0: A robot is a thing that goes beep, I am a robot.
1: Yes, that's a robot. But a carebot is a machine that helps look after people in need of a helping hand. Researchers and technology experts in Queensland are working together on the invention to see how carebots can improve people's lives.
0: They could help by moving elders around, bring them drinks, helping them in the bathroom, like brush their teeth. Cleaning, cooking. They can help you if you're sick.
1: That's the idea. The bots can detect sounds and eye movements and body gestures. And they can sound alarms if a person has a fever or starts choking or accidentally falls over. Eventually, They hope that the care bots will help create high-tech homes that let people close their blinds with just a blink and turn on the air conditioner with a stare or just let their visitors in the door by glancing at it. So cool. One of the people testing out these bots is Russell Konya. Russell needs care because he has a brain injury and he has trouble moving around and communicating. His partner and carer, Karen, says it can be difficult for her to know what Russell needs. So she's excited to test out whether the Carebots can understand what Russell wants.
0: I think it's a very good invention because they could be low on staff in nursing homes.
1: Yep. The inventors of the Carebot want to help make caring for people easier and give human carers a bit of a break. But they also say that Carebots need to be programmed to respond to each person individually because the things that each person needs, well, they are unique. And now it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for. Well, it's the week!
0: This story made me go, wow, because... I didn't know they had robots on Mars. You never know. Maybe one day I could be living on Mars.
1: Far, far away on the planet Mars, there's a spacecraft named InSight. That helps scientists discover things that they might not know. That's exactly what it is. InSight is a small machine with robot arms that was launched into space about four years ago. Its job was to explore and study the planet Mars and keep an eye out for meteorites and send pictures and information back down to Earth. What do you think it's been looking at up there?
0: Aliens. Aliens? There might be aliens. That's the only creature that lives in space.
1: Maybe, but insight hasn't captured any aliens yet that we know of insight does have a lot of fans though because it uses its robot arm to take selfies and sends the pictures back to earth and then those pictures are shared around on the internet recently insight sent what we think might be the last ever picture and message back to earth it said My power is really low, so this might be the last image I can send. Don't worry about me, though. My time here has been both productive and serene.
0: It makes me feel, like, worried in case there's something that he sees that last moment, and then he tries to take a photo, and his battery goes out. (laughs) Sad.
1: It is kind of sad, isn't it? But we need to remember, Insight is solar-powered. That means it's charged by the sun. And scientists knew the machine wouldn't last forever because there are lots of enormous storms on Mars that coat Insight's solar panels with dust.
0: It makes me feel upset that it's not going to take any more pictures, but maybe they can come back to Mars and have a look at it and make it power up again.
1: Scientists say that InSight has fulfilled its mission and gathered heaps of information so that humans can understand Mars better. Thanks
0: for your work, InSight.
1: And that is it, my friends. Thank you, Ovi. Don't forget to do the quiz. You'll find it in the show notes. I'll catch you next time with five brand new stories. Bye. See you later. Or, as they say in German, off we to sing. Newstime is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.